entrepreneurship is not for everyone. This is what I'm gonna what I'm gonna be starting with, because being an entrepreneur is just like keep on falling and keep on getting back up. Again, it's being an entrepreneur is like having the destination in mind and just trying to do the small things without losing uh, the focus out of your uh, journey. Aloha, beautiful people. I am the intuitive coach and I gave birth to this podcast because of my intuition who has a powerful voice and asked me to remember and embrace my essence. We are all love and light and for each of us to shine at our brightest, we must explore the depths of our darkness. When you rediscover your essence, we all heal an aspect of ourselves. So remember to always shine your light unapologetically. Hello, 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 and welcome to a new season of Shine Your Light with Diana podcast. The first episode of this season I am going to start by interviewing Nikki or Athena Nicoletta Matei, who is also my sister. But I am going to allow her to introduce herself with her own words for you all. Welcome, Nikki. Well, hello, Dee, and uh, thank you very much. Uh, such an honor to uh, be here with you. Uh, thanks for inviting me. And uh, yeah, who is Nikki? Well, first of all, Nikki is a, an ambitious woman who loves sports. And uh, thanks God, I, I got a chance along with my husband now make out of this passion business. So uh, that's how we started our human fitness clinic. Apart from uh, being a businesswoman and an ambitious woman, I am also a mother now. Depends on which side of me you want to reveal today. I can be many things, but first of all, I am an ambitious woman. Thank you for sharing that with us. I'm grateful for that. However, I would like to start by getting to know you a little bit deeper. And that always starts with your journey. What was your rock bottom? What made you fall so bad that cracked you so open that you had to allow the light within to shine as brightly as it does today? Um, having a rock bottom is not necessarily my thing because I don't know, from my perspective, sounds so tragic. So I choose uh, not to call it a rock bottom and um, not to have any. But um, indeed, uh, there was uh, a situation uh, that I can recall, take better decisions to uh, get me where I am today. And uh, this should be back in my, not necessarily childhood, but uh, when I was a teenager, yeah, just let's keep it simple. <laughs> um, because it was a situation uh, where we... Uh, were left without our uh, electricity meter because it wasn't paid. Of course, because uh, our mom was uh, struggling at that time. Of course, there were periods and periods. Um, you know how much uh, I praise, I appreciate our mom. We appreciate our mom. Uh, so, I first of all, I do not blame her at all. 
And secondly, I was quite very happy to be able to help, although she didn't see it that way at that age because she was blaming herself because I was 16 and I was going to uh, work. So I gave up uh, my sports and stuff. Uh, but uh, as I'm looking now back, uh, I can say it was the best decision that I uh, um, had to take. So that was the situation where I felt I have to do something about it uh, because our mom is trying her best. And now I'm not a child anymore. So I can help. So I will help. I choose not to allow others to pick up my future, to work for others, to make them rich and uh, just to live like not necessarily a miserable life, but uh, I choose to live the life that I want. Okay, I may work harder, I may work more, I may uh, sleep less, uh, but you know, the satisfaction is totally at a totally different level. Trust me when I say that, I know you do. I know uh, you started your dream as well. And I know how much of an effort uh, you are putting in. And I can see you so much better than having a, a job. And now I'm not talking just about a corporate job. Nowadays, it's all about nine to five. Not always, not necessarily. Just working for someone else, helping to build their future, their wealth. It's not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. But... I choose to work on my dream. I choose to work on my life. It was the, the best decision. If, for instance, maybe if I would be in different conditions, like having uh, whatever I wanted, or uh, I shouldn't be uh, responsible of some things, uh, maybe I wouldn't get here because uh, those struggles helped me a lot to fight more to uh, make me more ambitious of, along with sports I guess so being a sports person is helping a lot from this perspective again it wasn't a rock bottom but it was a situation that got me into uh, I have to do something about it yes I have to uh, take a tough decision between uh, my sports where I was at that level that I could get higher level uh, or I choose uh, let's say my family although it sounds a bit tragic it's not <laughs> yeah um, and from there on, uh, this helped me to build up all the ambitions, um, all the courses that I've done, uh, all the decisions that I uh, took. Uh, all of this helped me to the point that I'm in today. And I'm very grateful for it. Did I respond to your question? A hundred percent, yes. And um, actually, I would love to be even deeper because you are the first woman in our family to heal these money wounds that we all had these ideas of um, how we saw our perception on money you are also the first woman who stopped the cycle of victimization and went into well positive psychology let's say and I know there were certain circumstances for you to go through that. Would you like to share a little bit about those ones? When it comes to money, um, I choose. I know it, maybe it sounds quite cliched. It's not about the money. <laughs> okay, so um, 
maybe because I didn't have as much money, as many money, as much money as I wanted to. Uh, this helped me to be quite um, economic. Uh, this helped me to see money from a di different perspective. Following my dream, learning a lot and not caring just about the money, this helped me to become a better version, becoming a better version of yourself, uh, becoming better, becoming an expert in your field, whatever the the field you're choosing, uh, this will gonna uh, bring the money along. Again, I know it sounds cliche, but this is how it works. If you're following the money, you're just gonna miss the path. Uh, it's very easy to slip away from your path, um, but if you're really focused on it, trust me, the money will gonna come along. I'm not saying it's easy. Easy. Uh, I'm not saying uh, you won't gonna have struggles or you won't gonna have to give up to uh, different uh, things. I'm not gonna call them sacrifices because again, I hate these tragic words. Uh, but um, there are some decisions that you have to make um, that will gonna help you to get to the point where you want to be. But you have to be aware that success is not happening uh, from yesterday to today so it's not happening quick and it's not happening just by wishing for it yeah quotes marks in here because everyone is wishing for but is not necessarily willing to put in the effort so it's everything about um the level of desire you're having and the choices you're making of course, uh, I definitely traded um, a nightclubbing for learning. I definitely traded, I don't know, a swimming pool or uh, a vacation somewhere to the sun when it was winter, yeah? Uh, just because I had um, clients into my clinic because I couldn't leave. Uh, yes, from an outside, uh, an outside point of view, it may seem that I chose the money, instead of living happily ever after. So instead of going to a holiday to rest and to enjoy, I preferred to make the money by going to uh, the gym, uh, by uh, helping others, but that wasn't necessarily the case. So I do have money, but I, I never see, I, I've never seen them like that. Um, yes, it is a, a mental comfort knowing that I have them, but as you know me, I didn't change since uh, I made more money. So I didn't uh, start to, uh, I don't know, wear whatever brands, not to mention them in here. We don't want to advertise anything, but uh, uh, shining your light in here. Um, so I didn't start to wear brands just because I didn't... Um, uh, spend a lot of money into for a dinner or into a club or just to going somewhere that I didn't want just to make a good impression to others. So I reckon uh, from my perspective, for me, this is how it worked. So I never seen, I've never seen the money um, so powerful. I've always put my ambitions higher than money because I knew whatever happens, yeah, the money can disappear. Mainly nowadays, when we're talking about uh, digitalization and you don't really have the money, you only own an account, you own some numbers on a screen. Okay, so that's what makes you a millionaire, billionaire, even trillionaire nowadays. We can talk about that in 2023. Um, but it's not about that uh, because I know if something happens and everything is wiped off, 
I have my knowledge. I can always start all over again. Um, and I'm not like, oh, well, where are my money? Why? Because no one gave them to me without uh, uh, being worthy of them. So always put yourself first. Um, always trust your guts and trust the process. Again, there can be a lot of struggles along your way. But there's an English saying uh, uh, that uh, if you hang along uh, enough to the barbershop, you're going to get, uh, get a, a cut, a haircut in the end. Okay, so that's how actually it works. You just have to uh, consistent to whatever your job is. Not job, passion. Not passion, dream. Whatever you do, yeah, just do it because you want to. Because in that way, it may sound cliche, but that's how it works. You can't, uh, you can't ask to be successful just because, uh, I don't know, you wrote a training program, just because you coached someone, uh, just because you cook well. Just No, you have to keep on cooking, yeah? So you're going to develop your hands um, in such a way that doesn't matter the ingredient, you're going to make something wow. Okay, uh, to know that few degrees more we're gonna burn that thing, few degrees less uh, we're gonna leave the uh, food uncooked. So you just have to work on that perfection. And consistency, because as I'm uh, hearing in here, consistency is the key. Yes. So Definitely. for those, this is my motto. <laughs> and yet, for those who find it hard to be consistent for those who find it hard to be motivated let alone motivate themselves what would you recommend what would you suggest how could you encourage them in any way to become consistent in their actions towards their dreams well uh, consistency works very well with discipline um <clears throat> I worked with a lot of uh, athletes, elite athletes, and not only. And I can tell you, there is no. And also, I read a lot about about elite athletes. When and when I say elite athletes, I'm talking. I don't know uh, uh, Serena Williams or Simona Halep, yeah, who's Romanian, or uh, Nadia Comaneci, uh, top gymnasts back in the days. Um, so there is no sports person there is no uh, elite athlete that has daily the same level of motivation regardless of the amount of money they're paid by hour by minute yeah in football we're talking about minutes um, regardless of the passion um, that they choose to uh, develop within that sport regardless of anything there is no way a person uh, will have a hundred percent of that motivation every single day of their life no this is impossible yeah so first of all we have to realize that we are human beings and to again not sleep the track um, because as a normal uh, an ordinary person yeah when you're looking you're looking quite up quite high when you're talking about an elite sports athlete yeah like uh, even uh, our swimmer guy <laughs> the swimmer um, David who's on top of the world right now and he's I don't know 17 of an age I might be wrong but he's quite quite young yeah and uh, even he 
realizes this, that the consistency is the key. Of course, uh, the, the uh, teenagers of his age um, are thinking mainly about meeting girls and, uh, I don't know, just hanging out with the guys and whatever. Ask him when he's last done that. So you have to follow your dream, first of all, and you have to be disciplined about it. You have to make some choices because if there is no such thing as daily motivation, you just have to present yourself and just do. Again, <clears throat> with the mention that you have to realize the difference between going for a job, a, a daily job, and not caring or being like, oh my goodness, yeah, I have to go to work because I am paid for it, yeah? You have to be careful. Don't slip into that bit. You have to think of, okay, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to start. Once you start doing it, trust me, guys, you will start to develop. You will start to be more creative if that's the thing that you're going for uh, today. You are going to... Uh, uh, I'm um, taking... I'm taking an example, the sports person, because this is my field, yeah? Uh, so um, even myself, when I'm in a pre-competitional season, and uh, of course, as an entrepreneur as well, I have to run the business, and that's the first thing that I do. So uh, running the business, it was the uh, first thing, and afterwards, my training session were taking place. Uh, uh, three training sessions a day is not an easy task to do, within the same amount of hours, <laughs> um, as well as running the business, as well as, uh, I don't know, leaving as well, yeah? Uh, and of course, I had days when I was just shattered, so tired, so, but I just went and I just started to do. Yeah, it's not a good thing when we're talking about overtraining, but that's a different uh, conversation for another day, yeah? Uh, but just because I was showing up and I started to warm up, I would just put on uh, good music and I would just allow myself to feel the uh, pump, the uh, the blood flowing into my veins. And that's how I would warm up. And that's how I would just talk to myself like, okay, Nikki, what, why are we doing this? If you don't really want to do, just, you know, just call the Federation and just tell them, you know what, I don't want to compete anymore. I'm out. Oh, so then... <laughs> The other side of Nikki, yeah, because <laughs> you know us. <laughs> In here, we're three, yeah. Uh, the other side of me, <clears throat> so the different perspective came in, like, uh, well, no, why, why did you do that? No, 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 hold on. Don't touch that phone, yeah. You just come here and just do the training session, okay? And but you're going to start slower, yes. Uh, you will, uh, your warm-up will going to take a bit longer, okay? But you, it, anything... Anything is better than nothing. So we're going for every little count. If you're not going for a full training session, just by stretching, a stretching session is just as good. Just by doing a cardio session is just as good. Just by uh, doing some exercise or just playing, yeah? Uh, like with gymnastics movements and wherever, you can't really call that a training session where you need a pre-comp season but it's better than nothing and with this mentality you will gonna show up so you have to show up for the show and that's how you will gonna develop yourself that's how you will gonna pursue to that to your uh, journey so my advice 
maybe I'm not someone who has to give advice, uh, but my thing is just you have to do it. You just go and do it, or at least you go and start. And from there on, you're going to see how it works. Because if you keep on not having that motivation or not wanting to go, uh, then you have to change everything. Because living an unhappy life, uh, trying to do something to that it, it doesn't resonate with you, that's not the thing either. Because you're going to wake up, I don't know, 20 years later and be like, whoa, what have I done with my life? Why have I done that for so long? Why? Because you were in that comfort zone. And you're gonna, when you're going to uh, wake up, it's not necessarily that we're going to be too late because, yeah, I know the last will going to be as the first or whatever the Bible say, yeah? But it's impossible to take uh, back that time. That's why the first thing, awareness is the first step. Then perseverance or consistency is the key. But mainly you have to, um, you know, it's just like a GPS. In order to allow that GPS to get you to a destination, yeah, first of all, you need to um, establish the first point, the, the, the initial uh, point, yeah, where we are living from. If you don't know where you are or where you want to go, it's impossible to find the route. But if you have these two points well established, then yes, you will definitely going to have uh, uh, a journey. That's how a journey looks like, with a start and an end point. With yeah? clarity. <laughs> exactly, we're going to give you clarity because, of course, it, it won't going to be a straight road, yeah? You're going to make some left, some right. Uh, maybe you're going to run uh, out of gas. Maybe your uh, car will just going <laughs> to fall apart. Uh, but if you know the destination, you're going to choose for a cab. You're going to walk if it's uh, needed. You're going to crawl. So that's the thing. You have to take every single step that it's needed. Or you have to find uh, different uh, um, plans. To have the, uh, a plan B, a plan C. If uh, your car doesn't work, if your bicycle doesn't if you don't know how to ride a bike... Uh, I don't know if you're having your ankle injured, um, you have to start to hand walk, handstand walk or crawl or whatever. But as long as you have the destination in mind, you will going to find a way. Yes, maybe you won't going to get there as fast as you're going to get by car, but you will going to get there. And this is what keeps you motivated, just having that well-established goal into your mind. So do not underestimate that. Because if you're just keep on doing stuff and you don't even know why you're doing them, you won't gonna you you won't gonna find your not even goal. You won't go, gonna find the purpose. Love that. Thank you so very much for sharing. There is actually so much to to grasp from it. And I love it coming from a discipline mm -hmm. uh, athlete who actually you yourself um were a vice champion at Europeans. So I know for a fact that uh, that's actually what got you uh, to, to that uh, point of discipline. You even did your choreography in two days. <laughs> I, I still remember that. <laughs> and uh, I also know like you, even though you said you gave up on uh, gymnastics, you gave, up, you gave up at that time but you never really gave up on the dream of it. You continued 
living it and not only that like when was it uh, on one two three years ago you were also like um one of the founding members for i something for the finish challenge uh, yeah we had uh, two gold medals i had two gold, gold medals and uh, a bronze one and yes that exactly that's what i'm talking about so well well done for um, emphasizing that so i didn't give up my dream yeah i gave up that certain point so, again i knew what i wanted to do yeah when it comes to sports i knew that i'm going to have i'm going to do something about sports something that has to do with sports in life i wanted the business side of it um and uh, that was my destination yeah that's where i wanted to the point that i wanted to reach i knew where i was at that time um and again i just left uh, without the car okay so maybe the gymnastic would have helped me to get uh, quicker because um uh, I would be uh, recognized, uh, praised, and so on. I would grow a bit faster, yeah? But at the same time, I wouldn't have the same satisfaction of helping my family, who always held me uh, back. So it was just like a mutual thing that I, I, I felt responsible of doing it, but I didn't, um, um, I just, you know, stopped the uh, gas station. I didn't miss my destination. I uh, lost the car, yeah, so I just chose the bike, uh, a harder road, but I never gave up to that thing, yeah, so you've never seen me at a corporate job, for instance, that would be something opposite of sports, that's the only reason I'm giving this example, yeah. <laughs> well done on that, because actually, before we finish this, I would love to go a little bit on the job just overbroke. <laughs> I know this acronym and actually I took a liking to it to a certain point but I am also aware that you and everyone else have started from a job and I completely agree you have to uh, build some resilience, you have to build some confidence, you have to build first something to build yourself to uh, discover yourself in order to create your dreams but from the job you went through a lot of other jobs and yet at the very end you did a few in parallels making sure that you consistently brought sports back into it I know that at certain points in your life it was very challenging to keep up with that so for those who feel that life is so overwhelming and that their job is crap and uh, they just can't get out of it but they do want to become an entrepreneur like you are and an investor and an affiliate market and then so many other hats that you have uh, in uh, different industries what would you encourage them to do first what would be a first step from going from a job entrepreneurship let's put it this way um entrepreneurship is not for everyone this is what i'm gonna what i'm gonna be starting with because being an entrepreneur is just like keep on falling and keep on <laughs> getting back up again it's being an entrepreneur is like having the destination in mind and just trying to do the small things without losing uh, the focus out of your uh, journey 
And why I'm, I want to start with this, because there are people that are very good at their job, but they would never have the guts to start that on their own. And that's totally fine. So you don't have to um, blame yourself for not being able to be a business uh, uh, person, for not being able to be to take the hard decisions or the risks, because being an entrepreneur, it's full of risks. You can have everything today, you can lose everything tomorrow. But, you know, this, you can have it sort of every uh, single job that you're having. But again, having a job is more secure. So there are people uh, who are willing, uh, who are not willing to take those risks along and who prefer to uh, do their part and just to be paid and just to, so they maybe they don't have the ambition to start with yeah uh, their ambition is just to be the employee of the month and that's it and that's totally fine so you do not have to be an entrepreneur if you don't want to if you want to be an entrepreneur but you're afraid this is coming from um, a lack of knowledge lack of education first of all so you have to build your not just self-confidence but um, you have to educate yourself in all, every aspect that comes uh, uh, along with being an entrepreneur. You don't have to be a one-man show, yeah? so you don't have to do everything, but you have to have the vision upon your business so you can find the right people to delegate stuff to do. If you don't have that vision, if you don't have that mindset, then entrepreneurship is not for you. Again, I want to emphasize on this. It's not a bad thing, not being an entrepreneur. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you just have to you just get yourself a lot of confidence. You have to uh, want to be willing to put the effort in. Because again, if you're having a job, that's a limited amount of work that you're putting every single day. Being an entrepreneur is a 24-hour job. So... Uh, if something bad happens into your business, you have to um, uh, make all the links. Yeah, maybe you're not able to solve that uh, speci specific uh, uh, task, but you have to know that you have the right people to do that. You have to know that somewhere in there with someone who will going to do this for you or will going to give you a solution for it. So again, you don't have to be uh, the person who knows everything. No, no, that's a totally different story, but you have to have the vision for it. So first thing is to start uh, educate yourself. And when I'm saying educate yourself, I'm talking uh, financially, I'm talking business-wise, I'm talking marketing, I'm to know a bit of everything so you can uh, appreciate a person who is an expert onto marketing, onto financial, onto whatever. Make sense? So you don't have to be that. the smartest. But you have to recognize the uh, smarter person than you and to allow that person to do the job for you. And this is uh, where um, uh, most of the entrepreneur, they, uh, let's say, not mistake, but uh, they do, uh, they don't recognize, they are not able to uh, delegate uh, tasks. They just want to be like, oh, yeah, I have to do that because no one is doing it better than me. I know being there done that and i'm still i'm still having uh, certain situations where i feel that but at the same time i am aware that if i want to 
grow my business, if I want to scale it up, if I want to develop on different sides. Now, being as mom, a mom as well, it's even harder, you know, as you get to delegate stuff. Uh, because, of course, once you're developing your own business, it's just like your baby. And you have to be able to take a step back and just to look at it as a business and try to scale it up so you're going to find the proper person uh, to help you with that. Absolutely beautiful. On uh, a last, um, one of the last questions I'm going to ask is, you mentioned being a mom can be harder now, and I know you're a mom for what? One month, two months? Oh, yes, two months now, and a little bit. So... Um, I know it can be more challenging and I know that sometimes it feels like your focus, like the focus that you have, the love that you have for Andre Youth, your, uh, your baby boy, can sometimes take from the focus that you also have to allocate for the business, for the employees. And I know that Chris is an essential part of it, your husband. Uh, supporting you in uh, in this journey. However, as an entrepreneur, as a mother, how do you put them all together and balance it all? Because sometimes it can be absolutely challenging for new moms to cope. They can find it harder and then it's sometimes easier to give up or go into depression postpartum and it, it can be literally very very challenging and I would love to know if you would have any recommendation any suggestion anything any encouraging words for the women who are entrepreneurs and are new moms and find it a little bit of a struggle with Okay, so um, I'm just going to start with um, there is no depression needed, okay? Uh, why? It's a, For your audience, I want to um, emphasize the fact that um, I'm not saying there is no depression around the world that is not possible to get into that. But as you know me, yeah, I'm a, I'm a person that is choosing not to go for these sort of words and or this sort of uh, mentality so I don't want to hear about depression why because allowing yourself to get into depression this is um, a low uh, self-confidence a low a low self-esteem a low level of awareness altogether and uh, selfish a lot of selfishness yes I know maybe now <laughs> or, or everybody will just gonna get off the uh, podcast okay for saying that but honestly a good life a happy life whatever that means for you yeah it's impossible to reach that level of depression because depression uh will gonna find you just if you're gonna be insecure about different aspects of your life so this is the first thing that i wanted to uh, emphasize on then uh what worked for me uh, yes, I had to work on my tolerance level because as uh, we both know, I'm a perfectionist and I want the things to be the way I thought of them. So the, the way I uh, just uh, visualized 
Uh, that's how I want it to happen. If it's not happening, then I'm going to do my best to make it happen. This is the moment uh, when I had to realize and to prioritize my life. When I was just handling the business on my own and uh, alongside with Chris, so it was just the two of us, and of course, the administrative side and the therapist, but I'm talking just like uh, business-wise. When it was just the two of us, it was so much easier to handle stuff because we knew what our vision is about. We knew how this business should work. So we would just complete each other. Doesn't matter. I wouldn't have to delegate him to do something. He wouldn't have to delegate me to do something because we just complete each other. If I've seen that he forgot to do something or he doesn't have time for it, I would just do it. And the same worked for me as well. Um, but once we started to have many people to delegate stuff to do, um, I knew that we're going to come a day where I want to have a baby. So I knew in that moment... That's what I'm going to prioritize in my life. Yeah, the family life, not just the family life, but me being a mom, but me enjoying every single second of the little one, because I don't want to miss a thing. I do want to uh, pay someone to take care of my child and just to see him uh, five years old and be like, whoa, he doesn't even recognize me as his mom. Okay. Uh, so I wanted to reach that level of not caring about financial side. So again, remember what we were saying at the very beginning, there is a mental comfort when you know that you have the money and then you just don't, don't emphasize on it. You just don't focus on it anymore. Why? Because it's the mindset, it's the positive feeling, it's the caring feeling, it gives you such a nice vibe that a protective feeling. So you're protected, nothing can touch you, uh, doesn't matter whatever happens, you know your child is uh, uh, the thing now, the top. So I wanted to reach this level before getting pregnant of being able to delegate people, okay, so I can focus on raising the child. I don't want to um, leave the business either because I love challenges. And I just can't stay and raise the kids because, duh, this would be so boring for me, wouldn't it be? So it's all about prioritization when it comes to this question of yours. If you want to prioritize your child and you want to full time dedicate your your child, yeah, then you have to focus on that. And that's it. Don't go for the business. Because that's how depression will going to install as well by um, unsatisfied needs state to settle in. We don't want that. So you have to see if you're strong-minded enough to focus on both raising the kids and the business side. Again, you don't have to be one-man show. You don't have to do the business side 100% by yourself. I just started my YouTube channel. It's something that I wanted to do for years. And I haven't done it because I knew it was not a priority because I wanted to develop the human concept alongside my husband. So I couldn't be able to focus on both and to reach this level. Again, if you're just doing a bit of this, a bit of that, you're going to get a bit of this, a bit of that, a bit whatever. But if you prioritize, you're just going to focus on 80% of the time.
not to, not to say 120 yeah, percent of the time i'm just gonna go with an 80 to be let's say a more of a an ordinary approach so to all the moms out there think and be very honest with yourselves ladies what do you want to do what is the priority for you but be honest don't use the little one as an excuse like oh i don't have to do time to do anything i i know no one has enough time to do anything apart from the little one. But we all have the same 24 hours a day. If you really want to, yes, it will going to be harder. But those 20 minutes of napping, yeah, will going to be enough for you to just scribble something. After you're just putting the... He's a bit uh, older, you're not a month old or whatever. Whenever he's taking the bath, yeah, you just uh, get the uh, child in the uh, tube yeah with the, the toys and whatever and for an hour you have a spare time yeah you can do you can take your laptop into the uh, bathroom yeah so you can keep an eye on the little one as well and just do your things but at least you don't have to uh, hold him in, into your arms um, all the time or you can cook yeah with the little one if you uh, you're just gonna allow him to play along with you or it, it's not impossible come on ladies uh, it's, it's I know it's 21st century, but if you're talking to anyone like older generations who, who would have, I don't know, five kids, seven kids, nine kids. OK, it's not something that I would go for it either. But what I'm trying to emphasize in here, it's OK. There were the ladies I would who didn't do anything apart from the uh, babies. But there are a lot of uh, moms, single moms who are able to do it. So you just have to be honest with yourself and just to choose your uh, camp. If you want to do something about it, then there is no excuse. Uh, there is no room for excuses. If you just don't want to stress yourself, because it's not a stress, but you just don't want to put the effort. Yeah, let's put it this way. If you don't want to, if you're not willing to put the effort, if you don't have bigger dreams, okay, that's it. But be honest. Be honest with yourself. Don't try to blame others. Don't try to blame the kids. Don't try because these are your frustrations. If you're not able to deal with them, you will just gonna pass them on, and you will gonna regret that later on in life. Whenever you're gonna reach that level of maturity to see that, to understand that. So try to be uh, to uh, work on prophylaxy. So try to uh, prevent bad things to happen rather than try to repair afterwards this is a law literally a life law you have to try to avoid bad things happening to work before they're uh, they're happening and it's such a better way rather than try to fix something already broken prevent the disease before you know you have to find a cure for it Exactly, exactly, because that the, the, that disease wasn't there if you didn't do something or if you would have done something better. Love that. Thank you so very much. All the resources you have mentioned are going to be in the description of the episode notes. And I would like to thank you for sharing this time with me, with my listeners, and being not only blunt because this is one thing I love about you <laughs> one point and I know how sometimes I am more I'm, I'm calmer and I feel like I'm um, 
more flu flu <laughs> a word just doesn't come to me but yes i do prefer pink lentils most of the time rather than uh, the green ones and i know for a fact that sometimes what you've just said uh, i used to take very personally and i realized that was a work that i had to do within me first i had to start from that exactly not taking things got you reach that level there are so many ladies out there who do, who didn't reach this level and uh, you know we're gonna take personal if you're trying to help them so that's why um again if you are not being asked to help try not to because you they'll just gonna put another mask on and another one and another one and the wall we're gonna get bigger and bigger because of course being defensive it's it's the thing to the weak people thank you once again for being so honest about everything i appreciate it and i'm certain that uh, if there are going to be listeners who would like to jump off the podcast it means that they are not my audience and the ones who are going to jump uh, on they are the ones that are supposed to hear your message and thank you for having me and thank you for uh uh, allowing me you know to be as blunt as you know me because I know I again as you said yeah uh, I know you you know me we know that we are kind of completing each other rather than from the same perspective sorry um, because I know there are out there a lot of people who need this bluntness uh, as well as uh, being um, calmed uh, uh, talked to so there are loads of people and there is market for everyone. And I hope that some of them um, uh, will going to be able to take, you know, like the, the essence out of the uh, things that I've said. That's what I'm uh, hoping for. So thank you uh, again for having me. It is an honor always to have a nice chat with you. Um, and whoever is looking for a physical version of uh, improving themselves too, uh, you can find me <laughs> in the uh, details below. A hundred percent, both online and offline. So, however, I have decided to add three lightning questions at the end of the episode. <laughs> and your Yay! face just went from one. <laughs> Well, nothing is premeditated anyway. So first question, your favorite mantra? My favorite mantra, consistency is the key. This is what literally got me through everything. Regardless, it was something about school, about gymnastics, about business, about family. It just worked. Your favorite place to decompress? I don't necessarily have a place, maybe a state of mind, my blue world. <laughs> and so... um. Um, I currently say, yeah, doesn't matter the place necessarily. I can be at home. I can be in the gym. I can be with family. Depends on what sort of uh, compression we're talking about. What sort of talk I need or I want to, what sort of vibe I want to get rid of. But a good music always helps. A good talk with family always helps. A good walk 
a good training session always helps. Yes, we're talking about sports. I'm a sports person and I'm taking it physically. But if you're looking onto the researchers, you're going to see how important it is and the impact that it's having from a hormonal perspective. Okay, so you have uh, uh, the serotonin, the dopamine, uh, these are um, the happiness um, uh, hormones, which are um, liberated into the organism uh, during a good workout. Okay, just by having also the uh, nice blood flowing through your, through your veins, it's very helpful and it's very chilling and you can take out all the anger that you had um, you know, throughout the day, uh, all the frustrations that you gathered all together uh even the happiness you know that if you're feeling too uh, full of energy yeah you can drain that through a good training session a good music and a good talk as i mentioned yeah depends what we're on about when we uh, we want to get uh, rid of what sort of tr stress and the last question Go. your motivational song that you go to first song first option right now because i know that they change over the time so right now your favorite song right now um i'm gonna have to go with sia from this perspective um oh my goodness I can't name. exactly yeah i'm a porsche with no brakes yeah that's the one <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, see, see, you just made it say it. So, you know, forget about the brands, uh, the car brands. Yeah, it wasn't about that. But it was about having a full speed, no brakes, no batteries needed. You just have to do it because your fuel is your desire of developing of uh, self-improvement, literally. And that's, again, that's a lot. I love that. Thank you for being here, Nikki. Thank you for sharing this time and space with me, with my listeners and with everyone else. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to shine my light onto your podcast, Dee. Uh, such an honor. Thank you. Much of love. Until the next episode, keep on shining your light, unapologetically beautiful people. Do not dim your light to make others feel safe. Shine your light unapologetically and experience powerful transformation through healing, growth and expansion.